On today's first round KO, me and Connor go through every game from the NFL in week three. We predict, I ask Connor a couple questions about every game, just getting a general feel of the NFL through the first two weeks. Then we talk a little bit about the UFC with Connor McGregor and John Jones coming back. Uh, we're, I apologize because we are watching the Cleveland Jets game uh, during this podcast, so we do get distracted a few times, but hey, dog pound one, let's go. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Diggers. Holy crap. <laughs> that is the most. That might be. That might be the best intro. That, I, wa- I want that as as my text tone ringtone. Holy crap. I want that as my text tone ringtone when you text me. My name is KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Diggers. We're watching. <laughs> We're watching the Thursday night game between Cleveland and the Jets right now. And Baker <laughs> Baker just threw a beautiful pass to Jarvis Landry. Come on. Get in. Touchdown. Oh, he's in. Let's go. He's in. If you if you haven't noticed already, me and, me and Connor picked Cleveland tonight. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, feel, if, do you if feel we, bad for Terod Taylor right now or no? Yes. I feel, but I, I feel, at the same time, he didn't perform. We'll talk about it because right. I have it in our notes to talk about. I kind of I put it towards the end so that hopefully we can talk about towards the end of the game. Right. Um. So if you randomly hear us screaming, <laughs> that's why. So we apologize for that. We will try to stay on track. But, again, welcome to the most must-hear WSW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, K- KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Oh, I still want to get that original one as as your as your personal text tone. Honestly, you can do that on iPhones now, can't you? I um, think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so by the time people listen to this, get in, get come oh, on. Oh, they're going for come two. On. Oh, Baker. Oh, for oh Baker. Oh, Baker. No. Oh no, Baker. Oh no, Baker. That's all right. Oh, there's a flag. All right. Oh, um, but <laughs> by the time this episode comes out. I will be less than 24 hours away from turning the big 2-3. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Uh, but I don't know about you, but, but I'm, I'm feeling 23. 23? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm super pumped for an exciting weekend. But it, also, also weekend. by the time this episode comes out, I would have already logged maybe a couple hours playing FIFA 19 because the early access thing. Got the 10-hour right. free trial if you got EA access. Which oh. is only on which is only on Xbox One, mm. so I so of course naturally I got an X I got an EA Access account so I can do this and I'll probably keep it so I can get discounts on any other game that Might I buy. That's well, EA. Yeah. yeah, it's only five bucks a month. I can do that. That's I, I pay the same amount for my for my Spotify. Right. Yeah. So and I make and I'm not that broke where I can't afford five bucks a month by the end of the month. I think I can right. make it work. So. I think so. Yeah, I'm excited for this weekend too. A lot of good football games. Wisconsin, Iowa. <laughs> Huge game for the Badgers. I'm really excited for that. Uh, bye week for Whitewater. So yeah. no, no Warhawk game, but that's all right. Ooh, they get another chance at two points. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, Pass. Oh, they got Baker it. Baker just caught the two point. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh my, my goodness. 
I love this. All right. Mayfield mania. (laughs) We're going to stick with the football topic, though, because we're talking every game in week three so far. Wow. The dog pound is going crazy. They love wild, baby. I feel bad for Terod. We'll get to it. So we're just going to run through all these games really quickly. I have a few questions written down for each game that I'm going to ask Connor and we're going to discuss in a short detail. And then towards the end, we have some other topics that we're going to get to also. So let's get started. The first game I want to talk about, obviously, is the Green Bay Packers at the Washington Redskins. We'll do our picks before we move on from every game. Connor, yeah. Rodgers says his knee could get worse. As the season goes on. Oh, yeah, because they said it was an unusual knee injury that he's still playing on. He's worried that even though he can play on it right now, he says it could get worse and it, you know, could ultimately keep him out of a game going through the season. So if you're the Packers, do you look ahead possibly this weekend or even in the next few weeks? Do you look at one of these games? And think, you know, maybe we try to win without Rodgers and give him a week off. I'm going to tell you the exact same thing that I said during the Bears-Packers game when I knew that he was coming back. And it was, I can, it's very Rodgers, Superman-esque for him to do that. Yeah. But I honestly wanted him and the Packers and someone on the sideline to be like, no. Like, you sit down. You sit down. It is week one. It is week one. Game one of 16. Sit down somewhere and relax because we're going to need you later in the season, right? Especially given how, especially how, given the landscape of the division got turned upside down with the Khalil Mack trade, where the Bears, who might not even they they maybe not even in in contention, but they could influence some of the two contending teams, Minnesota and and Green Bay, maybe even play themselves Mm -hmm. into contention. But that's a that's another story. I personally wanted Rodgers to set out a few years. I I mean not you, a few years. A few a few games. I I thought it was just the best thing for him to do in all honesty. Um because I'm looking long term. I mean, you don't oh, exactly. you don't want to trot your franchise quarterback out there hurt. Now granted he got out of that relatively unscathed for the rest of the game, but now Not your franchise game, yeah. quarterback is now saying I think it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. A week after a report came out that said, "Yeah, this is an unusual injury which will keep out most yeah. players." At some point, this is a man you just paid all this money to. Oh, yeah, they need to look at the future and sit him. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. I don't know why they aren't already doing it. That's that's what I'm confused about. Well, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to pull up their schedule. Oh, okay, here we go. So their next couple games, they have Washington this week. They have Buffalo next week. <laughs> and... Detroit, and then the 49ers. You need to see. Here's my, okay. What's what's the hurt in sitting him these games? Here's my first thought. These next two weeks specifically, Washington and Buffalo. Yeah. There's a strong chance that we go into halftime up three touchdowns or more. So what's the, I, I think, why not play him the first half? Or maybe keep him and play him the second half. How many? How many? How many minutes or quarters? Fifteen. Yep. That's that's thirty minutes, if not longer. Too many. Thirty minutes of Aaron Rodgers is going to be better than a full game of Alex Smith and a better and a full game of Josh Allen. So, like, we can still get those wins. May, honestly, we, honestly, it's Buffalo not even, will be interesting. It's not even so much of just keep of like the of how of how the team plays and everything. It's a matter of keeping the guy that is right. literally the focal point to your Super Bowl hopes healthy. Absolutely. 
So my thing is, I wouldn't even, I won't even go essentially like a pitch count on him. Sit him, sit him. I want, like, I thought they were going to sit him after the Bears game. And they're like, okay, we we pulled that one. We need to rest him for a little bit because it's not, it's not season ending. But we need to get him ready by the end of the season, where they're explicitly going to need him. I wouldn't be surprised if he's on a week by week basis. I don't even think he should be, man. I think they just really need to sit him. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here, <laughs> if I was Green Bay, I would start Deshaun Kaiser next week against Buffalo. Yeah. He's but, capable. But dress Aaron Rodgers. If you get late in the third quarter or fourth and you're losing, put in Aaron to win the game. Honestly, I would. you had me at dress him. And then, I, and then if they're losing, I would let... Let Deshaun Kaiser get these reps, honestly. Again, like, what's the harm in letting Rodgers sit out full games? But if Kaiser has only put up 10 points and it's like 10 to 13 to 17. Let him figure it out. Let the offense, let the coaching staff. I didn't get that point. I don't don't know. I don't want to trot my franchise quarterback out there if he's already hurting. I could see McCarthy doing that, though. Because he's a moron. I I agree. I think he's the reason why Rodgers is still playing. No. No. It has a big part to do with Aaron. He's just competitive. Well, yeah, but and he's also smart enough. But to, someone needs to tell him sit your ass down. Well, I th- he's he's smart enough to if he honestly thinks that you know it, if like especially after the, I think he's gonna play to, or this weekend. Oh yeah, I think after this week it, he'll know for sure whether he should still play or not. He's smart enough and he knows his own body. He came back from that collarbone injury so early, and he looked fine. I I really think that he he knows his own body well enough that after this weekend he'll know ne- by next week if he should sit that game or not if he should take a rest if that knee's going to get any worse. Um but I do agree with you. Like honest obviously as a Packer fan I don't want to see Rodgers sit at all, but I would rather him sit early and stay healthy than play early and get hurt and then be out late. Mm-hmm. So it, if he needs to Long run by the Jets. By the Jets, uh, if he needs to, then yes, I do want him to sit. But I trust Aaron enough to know his own body. I guess Adrian Peterson versus the Packers. He, uh, do you think that it's just him versus the Packers, or it, or was it always just because it was the Vikings? I'm gonna look up the the actual stats, but. Um, do you th- do you think that he can do it again on a new team? No, because Father Time stays undefeated. <laughs> and this, he looked and, pretty good week one, though. This is an improved Packer defense, I think. I mean, granted, every time people say that, he always torches the Packers. Apparently, but that's what I'm. Yeah. I. I don't think I don't think he's going to go ballistic on him this week. Is if 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 just to shorten up my answer, I I don't think he's going to have a monster game. I really don't. No. I this don't. is an article from three years, three years ago, and I'm hoping it has some stats in it. I don't know. He just historically, I mean, here's the thing. He's historically a great running back, and the Packers, while he was at running back for Minnesota, were not a good defense, let alone run-stopping defense. So that has something to do with it. I think our defense has improved a lot especially in the run game i think blake martinez and muhammad wilkerson control the run pretty well and dean lowry he's really been stepping up too uh 
And I think, like you said, AP's just getting up there in age. Like, even though he ha- he still does have uh, gas left in the tank, it's early in the season, so he'll still get his yards, but I think he won't go off like he normally does. Who did you pick in this game? Green Bay. I think we all picked yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, I think Bay. we all picked yeah. Green Bay. I, of course, picked Green Bay, yeah. I don't think I'll pick against. Actually, there is one game that I'll pick against Green Bay most likely. I believe it's week oh, it's 10 or 11. It's the week after our bye week. Who they play? We're in L.A. against the Rams. I think that could be an NFC title game. It could be a really good game, but I don't know. It depends on the health of our team at that point and their team. The next game, of course, that I want to talk about, Titans at Saxonville. Is Mariota playing? Mariota, that's my second point, so we'll just go on that one first. Mariota is questionable. Okay. If Gabbert plays, yeah. does does Blaine Gabbert even stand a chance against nope. his defense? <laughs> How many yards does he have? Less Not than, many. Less than 100 passing, I think. 150 absolute max. Yeah. Absolute maximum. If Mariota plays, yeah. do, you, do they do better? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if Tom Brady can't stop him in the regular season. But I, if they stop him, Mariota's going to be reduced to a strict to probably a pocket passer, which is now, music to the Jaguars' defense's absolutely. ears. Absolutely. I believe, I could be wrong in this, but I'm pretty sure that or that Mariota was 2-0 against Jacksonville last year. So, like, Jacksonville last year struggled against, like, decent quarterbacks obviously yeah. Garoppolo tore him up Mariota beat him twice people were arguing that they weren't legit because they didn't have to face luck and they didn't have to face Watson and now they have to four games a year mm-hmm. but I don't know they who they've beaten Tom Brady and Eli Manning at this point so that's a combined seven Super Bowl rings that they just yeah. beat yeah I don't know I Gabbert doesn't stand a chance against his defense. You don't think so? No. Oh, I mean, I know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and I don't think so either. Mariota will be interesting. I don't think this Tennessee team is the same as last year. They don't look the same, at least. Is this the best defense in the NFL? The Jaguars team? Yeah. Yeah, I said so in the beginning of the season. They're the best defense. I think so, too. Hell yeah. I, I keep not wanting to say it because I feel like me saying it is biased, but I keep looking at it. And I don't know another defense that is. The Rams could maybe contend for that. Right. But they are still kind of a ragtag jigsaw puzzle that hasn't necessarily fit together yet. Like, they they have a lot of new pieces that are still, like, in Donovan Sue, Marcus Peters, Akid Tlaib, all these new pieces that haven't necessarily fit into each other. I think later in the season they'll be a lot better. Oh, come playoff time, they'll just be yeah. dominant. But I, th- but I still think Jacksonville contends for that number one spot i i think they strongly hold it right now because the other the other teams that i can think of that are really good at defense minnesota mm-hmm. i want to say new york but they haven't looked actually no they have looked good it's their offense that hasn't looked bad or hasn't looked good um what was the other one? Oh, the bears unfortunately two of those are in the nfc north <laughs> but yeah, I mean those honestly probably my top five defenses right oh, there. Um unless I'm I wanna say Saints or Falcons. Oh, Eagles I'd put Eagles. up there. Eagles I would put up there for sure. Maybe I don't know. Over the Giants probably for now. But uh has Blake Bortles figured out how to win in the NFL? Or do you think it's more the team around him? 
the team and the coaching staff have found it's I've the team and the coaching staff have found how to get the best out of Blake Bortles. Right. Like this version of Blake Bortles can win has shown and has shown can win football games. So I mean I think he I think it's I think it's a testament to the team around him. I think it's a testament to the coaching staff realizing what they have, what Bortles strengths are, what Bortles weaknesses are. And then I, and then it also and it all, I mean it also does come down to Bortles too cuz even if even if they game plan this to a T, he still has to go out there and execute. Exactly. And he is executing. So this is, last week. this is easily the best Blake Bortles we have ever seen. Boat. <laughs> he is the boat. Who'd you have in this game? Jacksonville. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I obviously picked Jacksonville. Ooh, Jets are in fourth down. Ooh, that's big. <laughs> okay. The next game New Orleans Saints in Atlanta against the Falcons. Huge, huge game as far as how, how big. How much does this game yeah. play a role in the playoffs? Big. Big. <laughs> I, it, 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 it plays a big role. I mean, I don't know, really know what more else to say. This is a division that could send mm-hmm. three to the playoffs, honestly. On most years, yeah. So uh, this this has, this has division title implications already in week three. It if, has huge implications. It has a huge uh, connection to now, the playoffs. During Hawk Talk... When we were looking at the Bleacher Report, me and me and Tyler were looking at the Bleacher Report picks. Yeah. Uh, I believe all the experts, all four of them, picked New Orleans in Atlanta. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know. Because as well as this offense has looked, as good as this offense has looked, although I shouldn't even say that. They only put up 20 against Cleveland. Cleveland's a good defense, but still – this offense has looked decent. The defense has not looked as good as we thought they were. And Atlanta figured something out last week throwing to Calvin Ridley. Now, mm-hmm. if they can throw the ball more to Calvin Ridley, that's either A, just going to make them better, or if they start paying more attention to Calvin Ridley, that's going to open up the field for Julio. And we all know Julio doesn't need to be that open. Julio, go, Julio will easily go get his. The only thing is uh, Devontae Freeman is still questionable. He has not been confirmed to play yet. Tevin Coleman can handle it. Tevin Coleman can handle it. It's a better one-two punch. Coleman, I don't think Coleman's a set number one guy. He can handle, but I, I don't know, against that wait, against that defense could be interesting. Right. Uh so yeah, do you think that do you think the Saints D can slow down the Falcons enough? At at home in, in Atlanta, do you think they can slow down Atlanta? I think they can. Yeah. Will they? No idea. But do I think they can? Absolutely, absolutely. I think they, ha- I think they have enough to contain them and to contain them. Honestly, yeah. so I mean, we'll see. I mean, obviously, you know, Julio is going to get that big play. That's 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 just guaranteed. But I do, I do think they have the capabilities of slowing this uh, that offense down. Who plays a bigger role for Atlanta, Calvin Ridley or Julio? Calvin Ridley, because you know Julio is going to get the looks. I think so. Like Ridley had one good week, which is I get into a defense. I mean, defenses are fully aware. Coaches are fully aware that Calvin Ridley is the perfect complement mm-hmm. to Julio Jones. He really is. But he needs to do it consistently for them to really be like, oh crap, who do we cover? So that's fair. He's more important here because if Julio doesn't get it, 
and defenses already know about Muhammad Sanu, even though they might let him let him right. hook every now and then. It's all on Calvin Ridley. He's got to go out there and perform. And if he if he can give defenses another th- person to worry about, th- who do you cover? Those three receivers. Like, you literally, I can just picture it in my mind. You say those three receivers, and you go, okay, Julio's going deep. Uh Oh, what's it? Sanu's Sanu, going Sanu, short. Sanu can go about ten yards, fifteen exactly, and, and then cut in. And then uh, Ridley's going medium. He's going about twenty yards. You can send you can send him long. If well, he you wants can, but like that's what I'm saying. Like you can go levels with those three receivers, and it's perfect. It, they all fit in that spot. Mm-hmm. But and then they can all, you know, Julio is really good on slant I was routes say, too. All of them, but all they have all three receivers can easily run those routes like yeah. interchangeable. So that's and that's the most dangerous thing. What do you do when you have three receivers exactly. who are who are all big play threats, like downfield threats, who can play in the slot and cause mismatches, or can or can get you a, a catch on the sideline? Who do you cover at that point? It's ridiculous. Alvin Kamara or Michael Thomas, who plays a bigger role for New Orleans. Michael Thomas has been what he leads the league in uh, <laughs> Does he really? catches or something like that. He's he is without a awesome. shadow of a, I I would I I would say Malcolm Thomas I cause, because I because I do think that 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 the inter- 28 receptions. Yeah. Holy crap. I do think that that interior defense for the Falcons will key in on Kamara. So I do so I think that the passing game needs to get going. The next highest I see is 14. Yep. 16 Zach Ertz, 18 Adam Thielen. The next highest is 18. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I personally think Camara only because of his running game and his catchability. Like he he lines up wide sometimes. Like he, mm-hmm. I, he you could almost say he's like and this says something, you could almost say he's more dangerous in the passing game. Right. Because he creates a great a big mismatch for the for that defense. So I don't know. I I say Camara, but holy crap, I didn't know about that Michael Thomas stat. That's that's incredible. Good player to have in a PPR fantasy league. Who did you pick? Who did I pick? That's a good question. I think I I don't know. <laughs> who okay, right now who would you pick? Right now who would I pick? Yeah. If we were making picks right now. I kind of like New Orleans. I kind of like New Orleans. Yeah. I have Atlanta at home. I don't think that deep. Is that who you picked in the thing yeah, too? Yeah. I because it's at home for Atlanta, that's why I'm picking them. And most and the big reason is I don't think that Saints defense can stop Ridley and Jones and Sanu. Um even without Devontae Freeman, that offense is gonna be too good. Indianapolis Colts at Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz is back and they're starting him right away. How back is he? I mean, I feel like they wouldn't rush him because he's also a franchise quarterback. Right. And granted, I know they had their struggles with Nick Foles, but I mean, they've been more, they've been more than adamant saying like, "Hey, Wentz isn't coming back until A, he's cleared. B, we know a hundred percent he's ready to go. He's got a really big brace on his knee. <laughs> Protective measures. If I'm Doug Peterson in the Eagles, I see that we're playing the Colts. At home, I start Nick. Just to be safe. Like, it's the it's honestly, it's the same thing as the Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah. Play it safe this early in the season against the team that's not as good. Yeah. 
I I don't agree with them starting Carson Wentz. Maybe, maybe they see this as an easy. You know, obviously no game is easy, but they see this as an easier game on the schedule. Maybe they see this as an opportunity for him to come back Kick, and not, get, get into a rhythm, right? Because he's going to be rusty regardless of whether he comes back right. this week, next week, three from now. Who yeah, knows? I want to see who they play next week because honestly, that now that I think about it, that honestly could be it. What team am I looking at? Eagles. Ah, they play the Titans next week. He could do it either way. But still, I that could be it. But I I still believe that they that they probably should have just held off on it. We'll see how he actually performs. Uh, can Andrew Luck carry this team enough in this game? Because it's let's be real, he, he's the only player on it's this team. It's a tall task given who he's going up against. Do I think he's the type of player that can do it? Yeah. I hold I highly regard Andrew Luck. But it's it's a tall task, man. Jarvis. Landry just dropped a wide open pass. Uh yeah, because it, it I asked this because Fitzpatrick torched him last week. Again, for four hundred yards and four touchdowns. So if if <laughs> if the Colts are going to win, it's got to be luck. But uh, this team... Luck as in literally or luck <laughs> as in the player? It's the beauty of his name. Yes, both. <laughs> no, Andrew Luck. Because the the Eagles proved last week that they can like they can lose to just a quarterback, basically. like Luck can hit T.Y. like Fitzpatrick hit Deshaun mm-hmm. a, a couple times. And you know, big plays, it could happen. So... I could see it happening, but I don't think it will. I still, uh, I still pick the Eagles this week, especially at home. Yeah, I had the Eagles. Even though Carson Wentz is going to be a little shaky, I don't, don't trust him being back quite yet, especially with that big brace. Anytime he gets hit, you can, you're going to be able to hear the silence and the <gasps> in the Eagles stadium. Oh, you mean like Lambo last week? I would assume when yes. they played the Vikings. Yes. <laughs> you pick, you pick the Eagles too. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Buffalo Bills at the Minnesota Vikings. Answer every question. If it has anything to do with who has the advantage, it's Minnesota. The big question being, yeah, does Vonta Davis show up at halftime? <laughs> oh, God, that's Vonta Davis's music. That's Vonta Davis's music. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, does Buffalo even stand a chance? No. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota's Sorry, Josh Allen. No, I, I apologize yeah. for what you're going to have to suffer through. I will say, again, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins did not look good against Green Bay. Basically lost them the game like twice, but then we gave it right back to him. Well, kind of. We tied. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, we both picked Minnesota. I think everyone picked Minnesota in this one. Oh, do they? There's a score, but there's a flag. It's Carlos Hyde again. Score. We'll see what the flag is in a second. Raiders traveling across the country to Miami to play the Dolphins. How big How big of an impact does that travel play, especially for this young team? Illegal block by the Browns. Shoot. Um, how, how much does this long travel play Ooh, into the game? Block. Holy crap. Like, because this is a younger team with a new – quote-unquote, new head coach in John Gruden. How much does the travel play into this game? Zero. Okay. Travel, it, this should not be an excuse. 
I wouldn't say it's. Uh, I'm. I mean, a cr- I mean, I wouldn't say it, it's an excuse, I but mean, it, it could. It, it, it could. It could, but it affect sh- the team. It could, but it shouldn't. Like, it would be different if I if, if say they are playing an overseas game, but they're not. I think it would be bigger if they were playing in like Buffalo or New England later in the season when it's colder. Right. But now, no, yeah. this the travel Although, should have nothing to do with. I've this. also heard that it's hard to play in Miami. Just because of the weather and how humid yeah, it can get, it's the humidity there, right? So, but I'm pretty sure it gets humid in the Bay Area as well. That's so. kind of what I'm thinking too. So, uh, can <laughs> I have written in my notes? Can Gruden find a pass rusher? I mean, win. <laughs> well, his pass rusher is currently donning uh, the orange and blue. Thankfully, dude literally <laughs> said, "Quote: It's hard to find the pass." Rusher. He 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 said another quote came out. He said. It's hard to find a great one. It's hard to find a good one. It's hard to find one. You he had, had the all one. of that. You had the one. Oh, Gruden, you pissed me off. Uh, so, can Gruden find a win this week? I feel like he has to. Yeah. I hate to call a week three game a must win, but he kind of has to. For this Raiders team, I, I think so. How about this Dolphins team? I was hard on them preseason. You seem to have some hope for them. Are is this team? They're two and zero. They're leading the AFC East. Is your question? Are they for real? Is this Dolphins team legit? I think they've they beat oh, the Jets and the Titans. Wait. They beat the Jets and the Titans. That was only first down. It's okay. <laughs> we have a long season, man. We do. Do I think they're gonna keep? If, do I think they're gonna keep up this pace? Absolutely not. Undefeated Dolphins team? Hell no. Dan Marino, Ryan Tannehill. No. Nope. <laughs> I don't think they're legit. I still don't trust them. I, I don't trust them. I'm, I I'm literally waiting. I mean, this is great, but I'm waiting for the bottom to fall out. Who did you pick this week in this game? I picked Oakland. <laughs> okay. I did pick Oakland. I think I think the sense of urgency is more on their side. I I do think Miami. Like I said. Yeah, in comparison to you, I had more hope with my get in the end zone. You won't. Nope. Uh, I had more. Com- I had more hope with my for Miami in the start of the year than you did. You know, because I mean, I they do have a lot of young talent, and I do think that Adam Gase is a coach that has the capabilities of putting it to. I they're not they're not going to be this hot in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. but the sense of urgency is all in Oakland right now. However, if Oakland does, however, if Oakland does lose this one, this will continue cement the fact that that the idea that Gruden is kind of sabotaging his own team, trading away Marquette King, trading yeah. away, trading away anyone with a personality, which is stupid. So it's a miracle Marshawn Lynch still isn't even touchdown. Carlos shipped. Hyde. Let's go! But he's like a big running back. Like he's a in your face, looks for contact running back and i think that fits john gruden's 2000 because he's a big, style. yeah that big he's, physical he's the old style of football yeah so I don't so he got grandfathered in him i love baker mayfield, baker mayfield. So much. i not gonna lie if he gets announced as a regular starter might have to buy a jersey oh i'm telling you right now i'm gonna buy a jersey especially that brown jersey with the orange writing that's clean as hell Well, i'm gonna have to go find a new mayfield jersey then you have one no i'm gonna or i was gonna order one and it was gonna be that one. Oh, okay I, we can match. That's okay. Yeah, we just show we just show up to a coaching class together, and uh, Coach Bartley is just like, "What the <laughs> hell?" Get 
please. I'm surprised we haven't gone in there with a brewer sweatshirt yet. It's really funny because you and you and Zach wore them what two days ago? Yeah. On Tuesday, me and Kyle wore them yesterday. Seriously? Yeah. When he came to it, it was really funny. I'm just waiting for the day where, where like I'm I'm already sitting there because you know I have that class already. We already have matching Johnny football shirts. We do, which I'm surprised we still. Has there been a day where we wore that at the same time? Football. Football. Full, right. Flag football. That's about it. Anyway, I don't even know where my football, Johnny football one is. I think that's back at home. I wore it a couple of times because I have I have orange orange Nike elites. Oh, they match real sense. nice. No, I'm probably gonna get a Mayfield jersey. Anyways, yeah, I had man. Oakland in this one. I also have Oakland because I think it's a must win. I think Derek Carr is gonna go in there and he's gonna show himself. Um, oh, Red Sox just clinched the yep, East. Just got that one. Cool. <laughs> Next game, the Denver Broncos are going to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Can this Denver defense carry them through another game? Yeah. <laughs> They're not as good, this defense, as they used to be. Still pretty good. Still pretty good. Still has the capabilities of carrying them. I'm going to go with yes. Again, specifically, can they carry them against this Baltimore offense? Who... Week one put up 47, but that was against Buffalo. Last week on Thursday Night Football, I think they only put up 13. Something like that. They scored under 20. They're not going to. I think they hold them under 20, 25 here, too. They're going to, but they're going to need. Quarterback Keenum. They're going to need Keenum to step up here. The defense is going to keep them in every game this season. They're going to need offensive production. Keenum. It has been fine. Keenum needs to take care of the ball. He's Agreed. been throwing a lot of interceptions. He's too reckless, yeah. If he can limit it to even if he only throws one, I think this defense can turn it or can get the ball more than he throw. If he if the defense can take it more than he gives it, yeah. they'll be fine. Is this a year that Flacco is good? He has to be because you know cuz Lamar Jackson is oh, absolutely. Two on the depth chart. And if for and if they don't want to go to Lamar Jackson, you have RG3. He has to be, or else he's going to be jettisoned out of there. Technically, RG3's QB2 right now. Is he? Yeah. Oh, because they they left Lamar Jackson as QB2. Did they? uh, Week one, yeah. Did they? They did. Lamar Jackson was... was I think think RG3 might have been injured. I think that's why. I don't remember. Well, either way, whether he's QB2, QB3, you know who fans and everyone's going to be calling on if Flacco struggles. So he has to be. He has to play like he did the Super Bowl year. Yeah. Absolutely. They're paying him enough. Yeah. They're, they're still paying him that contract. Uh, who did you pick in this one? I believe I went Denver. Okay. I also did. I'm riding that defense because I, I didn't – I did week one, and they rewarded me. I didn't last week, and I should have. So I'm going to stick with Von Miller because he is one of my favorite defensive players in the league. And, yeah, he 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 will win this game again because he's just that good. Cincinnati Bengals – against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. <laughs> Andy Dalton always starts off hot. The yes. Bengals always start off hot. The regular season, they always start off hot. Is this... Well, exactly. Is this just another case of that? Do you think that it'll be... <laughs> honestly, this is why they're 8-8 every year. It's because they win so much in the beginning of the season, and then they lose in the end of the season. Do you think that happens again this year? Is Marvin Lewis still the head coach? <laughs> yes. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with that. <laughs> I can't believe he's had as many opportunities as he has. 
any other coach would have been canned four times over. Yeah, him and Jeff Fisher know how to retain a job. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, Dalton always starts off as hot. I don't know why everyone is so is questioning the Bengals. I always go into a season kind of forgetting that, but I also just don't like the team, so it's hard for me to get behind them in general. But then they, you know, every year they they start off hot. There's no denying that. Can this Carolina team even the, the Bengals are two and zero now? They beat, I mean, they beat the Colts and the Ravens. Nothing huge, but can this Panthers team cool Andy Dalton and this team off? Specifically, that defense. Like, can the can Carolina's defense cool the Bengals' offense? I think so. I think so. I def- yeah. I think there's one reason. Does it? Is it Luke Keekley? Yeah. yeah, it's Luke Keekley. That that's what I was thinking. Starts with an L and rhymes with Eakley. <laughs> he's just so good, and he he's just such a field general at that linebacker position. That defense is always going to be good while he's playing for them and while he's on that field. If he's healthy, because I was it last week or no? That I think that was against the Cowboys that he got hurt. I think they're fine. If he's on the field, then yes, I think this Panthers team slows down. The Bengals, but this is—I think this is going to be a close game. It all depends on how Cam Newton plays. Like, if Cam can have a decent game, like if he if he can throw two touchdowns and only one interception, then they'll be okay. But if his touchdown interception ratio is even, mm-hmm. then they're going to have a harder time. Like he needs to, he needs to control the ball too. He needs to be a game manager, and he he doesn't need to be a big play guy. So, I don't know. Who did you pick? Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Carolina at home. I like I said, I still don't. I don't trust this Bengals team, even though I probably should because they're always hot in the beginning of the season. But I think this Panthers team is one team that can slow them down. <laughs> Pat, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I just saw a tweet from Pat McAfee, so that's why I was starting to say that. New York Giants at the Houston Texans. Big question of this game, which defense will slow down the other offense the most? Houston's defense because the Giants have less than an offensive line than the Texans, which apparently is possible to have this year. <laughs> Honestly, these, these teams... Both disappointing starts to the year. They both have very high hopes going into the year. They both have really good defenses. They both have really bad offensive lines. (laughs) And they both have young players on offense that are looking at, you know, future stardom in in this league. So these teams are very similar. I think, like you said, I think Houston's defense right now is a little more solidified than the Giants, and I think the Giants' line is worse, basically. like I don't want to say Texans' offensive line is better because that's giving them credit. The Giants' line is worse. So I think that Texans' defense gets the better of the Giants. Uh, so I, I think that's how that works out. Do you think Watson can figure it out this week? I do think so. Against this Giant defense? I, I think so. Uh, he's, he's, he's definitely creative and crafty enough and talented enough to do so. And to my knowledge, Will Fuller will still be full speed ahead. DeAndre, I hope Hop- so. <laughs> so do I. DeAndre Hopkins is still. The- I do think so. I think he, because I mean, think about it. He was always conveniently in the games the last few the last few weeks. 
He always played them back into them somehow, True. some way. True. So I think this week, I, I think this week we'll get a complete, we'll get a complete showing. I think this Giants team is just too meh. Right yeah, now. they're they're. I think that this Giants team is too is still trying to find themselves. They're still trying to find this new identity. Yeah. Can Eli stay off of his back? Do you no. think? Do you think? Okay. Uh, yeah. But like, do you think they will try to change the game plan so that he does? So like, maybe run the ball more. Maybe do some more. I think quick so. passes. Maybe screen passes. If they want to have, stuff. if they want to have a chance in the division later later on, they need to. So I think yes. The answer is yes. I do think there's going to be different yeah. packages, different schemes thrown in there to try to best protect him as much as humanly possible. Tell me that was a pick. No, it was a big fourth down conversion. Sam Darnold, what a guy. Honestly. Oh, this is this is a two-minute drive for the game. This is going to be big. All right, rookie. Sorry, yeah, just get ready for us to scream in a little bit here. Uh, yeah, I, I just fully trust Pat Shermer because he's that good of a head coach. I think Same. if he doesn't, then you need to – Oh, that's oh! a pick. That's a pick. Oh, my goodness. That's a pick. Is that Dansby? Let's go. Dog pond. Dog pound. Oh, that's huge. You know they got the beer things in Cleveland where they do. Yeah, Cleveland's with, drinking for free tonight. Yeah, like they don't open them up until, unless Cleveland wins a game. And they might do it. I think I think they're drinking oh my, for free tonight. Oh my goodness. I think I think oh Cleveland's drinking. Oh my goodness. Tonight. I'm a I might have one for Cleveland tonight. No one in Cleveland is going to work tomorrow. I'm nope. just saying that right now. No. Nope. I trust Pat Shermer to you change know how the much game. Tickets plan. were for this game? How much? like 30 bucks. We could, if we were in Cleveland, we could have went. Cleveland's not that far. <laughs> it's really not. What is it, like nine hours? Uh, could, <laughs> if, well, it's, it's got to be under 10, right? I'm going to look that up. It's I'm, definitely under 10. I'm going to look, that, look up that up right now. Uh, I don't even have to ask. You definitely picked Deshaun and the Texans. When will I ever not? Exactly. Uh, I also picked the Texans because they're at home. And be, like I said earlier, the offensive lines are going to play a big part of it. It's whatever defense can step up, really, because these offenses are – they're inconsistent right now, but they have the explosive the, the explosive play. How far is it? Six hours, fifty minutes. That ain't bad at all. It's literally a seven. <laughs> that is just that is road trip worthy right there. I wouldn't mind a Cleveland game. That'd be I fun. honestly, I would go in a weekend if I could. If I could do a weekend in <laughs> Cleveland, I would do it in a heartbeat. Uh, what seven hours? Yeah, just different people drive a different. Okay, go Saturday night and then. Oh. Yeah, that'd be fun. The 49ers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Which young quarterback will outplay the other? Ooh, I really like both young quarterbacks. I, I mean, know, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm finally buying into Mahomes. You know, like I said, I, I was, I liked his tools. I just didn't trust the consistency. The consistency right. is there. Mahomes has just too much of a high-powered offense around him. That's the key: is the offense, Garoppolo, and the weapons. Garoppolo has up-and-comers. Yeah. Mahomes has for sure things. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like just because of you know Watkins, Hill, and Hunt, I think just he he is going to perform better in general uh, in this game. Which quarterback has more success long term? As in, let's say in the next seven or eight years, who has who who has more success at the quarterback position? Meaning stats, meaning wins, meaning playoff wins. Who has more success? 
Damn. I can go first while you think about go it. Go for it. Personally, I'm going to – God, that's tough. Uh-huh. I'm going to say Jimmy. Jimmy G. Only because I believe in Kyle Shanahan as a coach, and I believe in the 49ers front office now starting to rack up talent. I believe, you know, they, they tried to get, you know, they tried to get him a running back. They got him Jarek McKinnon. Unfortunately, he got hurt. They got Pierre Garçon and they had Marquise Goodwin, right? Yep. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin. And they drafted Anthony Pettis. So they had decent receivers. Unfortunately, Goodwin went down. Pettis had to stand up or uh, step up. I, I I just believe more in the longevity of the 49ers as a team. I think they're on the up and up. That defensive line is really good. If Richard Sherman stays for a couple of years and Jarkwiski Tart in the uh, safety position, I think if if they continue to build, which I think they will because now they have Jimmy Garoppolo, I think they believe in him that much that they're going to put talent around him. I, I just think that the 49ers will be a better team overall, and I think Jimmy's going to be a better quarterback. Like, Mahomes – will be good and he'll have success, but I think it's more because of the talent around him right? and the coach too. But then again, Jimmy has a really good coach. So what do you think? Jimmy G's just more just – he's just been groomed for this, honestly. I, I, I got to go Jimmy. Yeah, I completely agree. Who did you pick in this one? Kansas City. Good. <laughs> I'm riding the the Patrick Mahomes train sure, all season. Sure you are. All season. Sure you are. Chug a chug, chug a lug. Let's go. I might actually go on Madden and try to. They probably won't trade him now that they don't have Smith. It was really fun in Madden 18 because he was the backup behind Alex Smith. Yeah. It was real easy to trade for Patrick Mahomes. Was it good? Because yeah. I had I have 18 redownloaded. I, <laughs> I I always played or I made a I made a league with Jacksonville and yeah. traded for Mahomes. <sighs> Ooh, that was, and we still had Robinson. We still had Hearns. How was my, how how was Mahomes as far as development and everything in that? I think he's he was quick last year. Quick development. He, he would I would assume he's still quick this year. Maybe superstar. Okay. But yeah, you know who's superstar? Jari Alexander. Really? Yup. Oh, nice. Do you know what Raquan Smith was by any chance? He was at who? He was at least quick. He okay. might have been also superstar. Okay. He might have been superstar. I think it's him. Alexander and Miles Garrett that are like the top three like younger guys. Okay. Miles Garrett's showing out in this game too. He was showing out in the first half. Yeah, we both have Chiefs. Chargers at Rams, Battle of LA. This Rams team has looked I can't <laughs> this Rams team is two and oh, but they haven't really looked great. That's scary. Exactly. So how scary is this team? Or is this team going to be similar to the "quote unquote" dream team in Philadelphia? Ooh, Cleveland's down inside the five. Oh no, Colquitt punted inside the five. Fifty-six seconds left. Sam Darnold with the ball down four. What was I saying? Rams. Oh, do you think this Rams team just hasn't gotten going yet, and they will? Or do you think this will be a Philadelphia dream team situation? Easily the first one. You think so? I am afraid for the rest of the NFC. Honestly, I, I am. I would be terrified. I would. I'll. I'm leaning towards the first one. Like I do think they will get going at some point, and I say that 
knowing that they're 2-0, but they didn't look good against Oakland. And last – who did they play last – oh, they played the Cardinals last week, so of course they looked good. But I don't fully trust Jared Goff. But Jared Goff is good enough to run that offense, especially with Sean McVay at quarterback – or at, at coach, I mean. So, I don't know. This – I I yeah, I think they will get going, which is why I'm scared for – I think it's week 10 when the Packers have to go to L.A. Uh as far as the Chargers go, how much longer does Phillip Rivers have as far as the Super Bowl window? Three years. I wouldn't even give him that. I'd say absolute max. I'd say one more year after this season. Really? Yeah. I. They have a lot of young talent, but I don't know their contract situations. You know, I as for Keenan and Melvin Gordon, his rookie contract's got to be coming up soon. They're going to have to pay Gordon. I don't know the health of Bosa, Verrett and Hunter Henry. He's been hurt twice now in his young career. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like it's tough. And I think at some point Phillip Rivers is going to, you know, he, he's no Tom Brady. He's not going to be playing to this high caliber as long as Brady will or has been. So I, I give it this year and next season. But yeah, uh, I would assume you picked the Rams in this one. Oh yeah, I don't you thought I would. I actually looked. I think it was this one on the Bleacher Report. Two two people picked L.A. Really? Or no, so both two are in picked, L.A. Well, two yeah. people picked the Chargers. Two people picked the Rams. I was very shocked by that. The Ca- the Dallas Cowboys are in Seattle facing the Seahawks. I would just like to take a moment of silence as we remember the Seattle Seahawks bandwagon. Oh, wait, I was on that bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I wait, was not. Wait a second. <laughs> I was on the bandwagon when they signed Matt Flynn <laughs> because I was a huge Matt Flynn fan. And then they drafted Russell, and I was like, uh, okay, cool. He can play behind Matt Flynn for a couple of years. And then he took the starting job from Matt Flynn. I no, I was never really on the hype train. I like Richard Sherman, so I got his jersey. That's about it. I was never on the bandwagon too much. Oh no, I think it's done. I think Cleveland's winning. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We'll we'll update you in a second. So what's wrong with the Seattle team? Why are they two and or why are they own two? As far, obviously, it's only defense. Week, week three. The defense is not the Legion and Boom everyone loved. The offensive line is progressively worse. They don't have a whole lot of true targets. I'm sorry, I just realized this stat. The <laughs> last time the Browns won, yeah, RG three Thursday night football. No, Johnny. I think it was Johnny Thursday Johnny. night football. It was Johnny. RG three was Sunday. It was Johnny. Cleveland got the pick. It's over. It's <laughs> over. Let's go. I picked this one. I Me picked. Too. Let's go. Cleveland. Let's, let's go. go. Oh, I'm so excited. The dog pound. Oh my goodness. Probably gonna name the episode the, the dog, dog pound. Oh, I think I, I think I'm be becoming a bandwagon Cleveland fan. I am a bandwagon everyone, Cleveland fan. Everyone knows I love a good rebuild. 
Same. Everyone knows. Same. Me. Snap the 19-game losing streak. It's official. Let's go. <sighs> anyway. Oh, it's going to be on ESPN all night tonight. Back to this game. Do you think the Cowboys can turn First it on? First win in 635 days. That's incredible. I love it. Yep, it's official now. Clock just ran out. Let's go. And it's Baker. Uh, Baker's starting now. He Baker's has to. starting now. We'll talk. I, I have that lined up. We'll talk about that later. Do you, can you th- do you think the Cowboys can turn it on? Yeah, I think they can. They have the talent to do it. Browns win. That's, you, the, that's the headline. Browns win. Can, do you think they can in Seattle specifically? Absolutely. Yeah, against that defense. Absolutely. Oh, Terod Taylor went down because of a concussion. Is that why he came out? Yep, concussion. Oh. That's the alert I just got. He lost his job. Um, Who did you pick in this one? I think I went Seattle. You Oh, you went Seattle. Interesting. No, I got the Cowboys. I think I think Zeke's going to be able to run all over them. So, in in turn, Dak's going to be able to throw for over 150 yards. So, I I definitely have the Cowboys. Seahawks bandwagon is officially dead. Da Bears going to Arizona. Is this Bears defense? I know we talked about it earlier. Do you truly believe trying to take your bias out of it? Yeah. Do you truly believe that this Bears defense is top five in the NFL right now? Yes. Look at the talent on the team, and then look at who leads the charge, as far as the coach, as far as who coaches them. And they were already a top ten defense last year. And you add a generational talent like Khalil Mack, who makes everyone around him better. Raquan Smith hasn't gotten going yet, but he's now he starting, he's now going full speed ahead with the injury and everything, and yeah. unleashing the playbook. So everyone's about to be full speed ahead. The fact that Danny Trevathan won an won a, a defensive player of the week award. Did he? He did. Danny Trevathan. Not that he's bad, but the fact that Khalil Mack had that crazy it's, game, it's a, and well, to think that Trevathan true. outplayed him. He got that this week, though. Yeah, against uh, this past week uh, right. against Seattle. I yeah. think it was because of that late fumble. Probably, Force but fumble. I mean, but. Again, Khalil Mack makes everyone around him better in a defense that was already oh, pretty good last year. Vic Fangio still in charge. Well, and it just uh, it's so much attention goes to Mack. So that the other this is a top five defense. This I agree. is without a shadow of a doubt. If in my bias, it was a top. Even in my bias, I'm still skeptical. Yeah. I mean, you, you can attest. To, I mean, you can look at me being a White Sox fan and a Bulls fan, and I'm and even my optimism is very cautionary. Right. My my optimism it, my optimism is cautionary with the Bears. It was in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Even yeah. when they acquired Mac, I was like, I was like, hell yeah, we got him. I'm still this. This maybe moves us up a little still bit. I'm still not back. right. I'm like, I'm st- yeah. we still need to see what happens. This is a top five defense. I agree. Uh, last week, I said that Seattle was going to get steamrolled by the Bears. They didn't necessarily. They kind of did. Dude, sorry, sorry to be in- no, interrupt. Keep going. Uh, you know that Drake and Josh sign during that, that during that uh, yeah. protest. It's literally a, 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 like a meme now. That's awesome. Four point five k people have like liked it, and it's like being shared by eighty. It's been shared by eighty seven point nine k. That's so dope. Whitewater. Whitewater. Okay, we're gonna Carry talk on. about that later too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So last week I talked about Seattle possibly getting steamrolled by this Bears defense. 
This Cardinals, this Cardinals team. It's going to get wrecked. If they can slow down Derek or David Johnson, which he hasn't looked good because the rest of the offense, their defenses are playing the run. If they can slow down David Johnson, it's going to be ugly. Yep. It, it, I think it's going to be ugly for Arizona. Speaking of this, when does Josh Rosen come in? Because now we've seen. What week are we at? This is week three. Week six. You think it's that late? Yeah. Because they're going to give Glennon a shot. You want to know my actual prediction? Hmm. Oh, you think you okay? You think they're going to give Glennon a shot? Yep. I don't know. I could see that. Why they pay I, him okay. if they weren't? Why let they me pay change, him if they weren't? All right, let me change it then. When does Sam Bradford come out? Next week. I was going to say yeah. I think they take Bradford out after this game, possibly during this game. Probably. I think that Bears defense is going to make him look silly. They made Russell Wilson almost look like a mere mortal. Yes, even though there were a couple of blown coverages. But there were, which is custom, which is what you get used to being a Bears fan. <laughs> uh, I would assume you picked the Bears. Duh. I also picked the Bears. I'm as much as it kills me. I'm very behind this Bears defense. Embrace it. Just yeah. embrace until it until Week 15. I, I was going to say, don't. It. I was going to say, don't question it. Just embrace it till it becomes Bears Packers again. But just wait until they start playing some better teams. Just embrace it. Just Top five defense, embrace it. The Patriots in Detroit against the Lions. I'm sure you're going to love this game. <laughs> you, oh, you mean the game that I'm probably not going to watch and I'll probably yeah. be running through my the last few hours of that of that, of that FIFA trial? During? I'll probably watch it. I just love football. I might, I might have it on in all honesty. Matt Patricia, yeah. former defensive coordinator for the Patriots, now head coach of the Lions. Does him being the head coach of Detroit – Help or hurt the Lions against New England? Helps. 100%. He knows the culture. He knows what makes... Even though he's a defensive coach, defensive coaches aren't out of the loop as well. Oh, no. Offensive coaches are in the loop of. So it helps the Lions, but the but the ultimate neutralizer, greatest, greatest mind in football is on the opposite side of the field. See, I was going to say, you're completely right, but spin zone, he knows them, they know him. And I, I think... It's, I think it out it, it 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 evens out like they know each other so like there's not going to be any surprises either side I think it's literally going to come down to the better team it's and not going to be and honestly so you think the co- better coach so you think coaching is a wash here or no I think as far as like he's from this team so he has the advantage because he knows their system but they know his system very 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 well so I think Belichick gets the edge in the coaching. Obviously, Obviously. I, that's so like the coaching. Yes, as far as surprises go, is a wash. But Belichick is going to be able to outcoach him, and the New England team. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. Da- Detroit's probably a talent, more talented team, but I think Belichick is going knows his team, and he's able to make his team better than they are. Duh, what is the biggest matchup in your mind for this game? The biggest matchup to watch. An, uh, an underrated Patriots defensive line versus an offensive line for Detroit. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. I like that a lot. I was going to say the linebackers against uh, Gronkowski. That's going to be interesting, be- especially with Matt Patricia, because if anything, if he's going to do anything, it's going to be slow down Gronk. Force, because force the wide receivers to be him. Jacksonville proved – oh, God, if Gordon plays – I think they're he, gonna, I think he might. I, I don't think he might too. I don't He's know. questionable right now on my fantasy team, but we'll see. But but if Patricia, 
knows anything about this team, especially we saw it last week in Jacksonville. If you can slow down Gronkowski, then you're gonna you have a better chance against this team. So I that that's my biggest thing is the the defense against Gronkowski because I think Patricia will be able to slow him down. Who did you pick? And I actually remember this one. New England. New England. <laughs> I can't believe you actually picked New England. But I I don't like them, but I'm a realist. <laughs> yeah, I also pick New England. I it's hard for me to ever pick Detroit unless they're playing a bad team. Yep. So you you know I don't pick Detroit sports. So finally, the Monday night football game, a really good game actually. I think this is gonna it could be very entertaining. Pittsburgh Steelers going to Tampa Bay to face Fitz Magic and the Buccaneers. Is Fitz Magic for real? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yeah, he is. I'll, I've always loved him. I've always been down with some Fitz magic. I just uh, think this is a must win for Pittsburgh with everything Oh, absolutely. That's my next question. Will the off, off-field drama hurt Pittsburgh on the field? I feel like it should, but I also feel like they're going to come out with a massive statement and, and come out and win this one. I, I do. I think this is a team that has the capability to come out and make a and make a grand statement. Pittsburgh? Yeah. Who did you pick in this one? You picked Pittsburgh. I picked Pittsburgh. I also picked Pittsburgh. I <laughs> I know I said this last week, and I know I got burned last week, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to stick with it. I don't think Fitz does this again. Really? I don't think he – I'm not going to say it because I said it last time. He's not going to do as good. Okay. Well – you're right. He's not going to do as well. I yeah. I especially even if he does, it's going to be a lot like that Saints game where it's going to be 80 points combined probably. Yeah. Where I think Ben is going to put up a lot of points. Connor's going to have a good day, and Brown's going to Brown and Smith Schuster are just going to run. Oh, Brown just, is about to play like a man possessed. It's weird because the last and couple, so is Big Ben because now there's allegations on him now. Big Ben? Yeah. What allegations? Stormy Daniels, the porn star, came out and said that Big Ben basically forced uh, forced her into a good night kiss. Ben. Which ain't the first time we've heard this about Big Ben and woman. Ben. Yeah. Bet you didn't know that one. Don't make me regret that Bumblebee jersey, Ben. <laughs> Don't make me regret it. <sighs> I still have Pittsburgh. Same. <laughs> so that's it for the picks. We both had Cleveland starting off the week one and no. Cleveland won. Let's go. Who were we the only two in Hawk Talk that picked Cleveland? I think there was a one other person. There might have been one of them. No, Tyler picked them too. Tyler picked them. Tyler, because he looked I was struggling with it. I was like, do I want to? He was like, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Yeah. Do it. (laughs) So apparently Tyrod Tyrod got hurt. He got a concussion, reportedly. I didn't see that. I just saw Baker going in. Uh, but Baker went in for the last drive of the first half, to, for the two two minute drive basically, uh, right before halftime, and they got their first points of the game. They got a field goal. It's Baker time, baby! I believe the phrase they're looking for is Mayfield mania. <laughs> I just wanted to say Baker, baby. Oh, I guess that works. Baker, Baker Mayfield mania, baby. That's better. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Okay. Let me clarify. 
yes, I am still very much against rookie quarterbacks playing in first year. And yes, we did just watch a very entertaining game between two rookie quarterbacks. I still don't like the fact that they're playing. But if they're going to play because I don't make the decisions, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. Because I love Baker Mayfield. I, he's so entertaining to watch. He's pumping up this Cleveland team. This Cleveland team has just won. The curse has been lifted the last 635 days. This Cleveland team is going to be fun to watch. I can't wait. I can't wait. I do feel bad for Terod, but he ultimately was not playing well. Do you want to hear the first half passing stats? Yeah. Between Darnold and Terod, they were three for 18 combined for eight yards. Eight yards passing combined in the first quarter. <laughs> Mayfield Mania's running wild now, baby. And even, I I mean, Baker looked good, and he made a couple big plays. But I think all the touchdowns were rushing <laughs> for both teams. Oh, I don't know. Darnold looks to be struggling after that great week one on Monday night. But I don't know. I'm I'm all for Baker Mayfield. I legitimately might buy, depending on how big my check is, I legitimately might buy a Baker Mayfield jersey. Same, though. So... That's cool. Let's move away from football for a second because there's some big there's some big news coming out of the sports world. First of all, first off, tonight, uh, well, today, yesterday for whatever, uh, Thursday night was the press conference between Conor McGregor and Khabib. I don't know his full name. I f- always forget it. No man good enough something. Khabib. Khabib. <laughs> uh, they had their press conference for their fight for 229, which we are still going to see, by the way. Conor McGregor, <laughs> he whipped out his whiskey because he you has... Did not put me on your Snapchat story. I did put you on your Snapchat story. <laughs> One of my friends upswiped it and noticed your jersey. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'll show you later. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so Conor pulled out his uh, his whiskey, and he asked... he. he <laughs> Pulls it out. He's like, "Look at my whiskey." And then oh, he yeah, looks, he does have his own line. And though. then he looks back. He goes, "Hey, can I get a cup for my whiskey?" <laughs> Someone backstage brought him a cup, so he started drinking his whiskey oh, straight. And uh, and then he offered Khabib some. He literally stood up. And he was like, "Hey, you want a drink?" And Khabib turned it down. So Connor was like, "Okay," and he downed it instead. And then I think Dana had some of the whiskey. I love Conor McGregor. Uh, later in the press conference, Conor McGregor being the cocky son of a bitch that he is, predicted that he would knock out Khabib in the first round. He predicted a first-round KO. <laughs> Shout out to Conor McGregor for shouting, out, <laughs> for shouting us out. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for that, Conor. I'm not going to lie. We might get some extra clicks tomorrow because of just first-round KO. <laughs> Thank you. So thanks, Connor. McGregor. Yeah, that's cool. I can't wait for this fight. I can't wait for Connor just in general. I'm glad he's back in an octagon, dude. It's going to be so entertaining. We're hopefully going to watch UFC 229. I'm going to do my darndest to have that night off so that we can go watch that with Kiz because that would ju- that's just going to be insane. Speaking of UFC, yeah. who... 
who just got cleared, Connor? Or who oh. just who's making his oh, return? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 <laughs> I saw you and Kyle freaking out about oh, 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 oh. this. Oh, you mean you mean none other than John Bones Jones. Oh, I am so ready. I'm so ready. I've never seen him fight. I've t- what? I've never seen John fight. Oh, wow. I blew out somebody's yeah, eardrums you- there. <laughs> As Tom says, rectangles. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never seen him fight. Oh, I, my I, goodness. I didn't start watching UFC until this summer. Honestly, you have been missing out. But the last couple fights, I mean, it's hard to say if he really was. I mean, he has always been this that good, but no, he's didn't. always been just marred by that whole substance abuse thing and even when i shared it on facebook i was just like i'm so excited for him to come back but i don't want to get too excited because i know he's gonna do something stupid again and i love him he like he is literally he is pound for pound the best fighter the best fighter in the entire ufc but he screws it up for himself that's fair every time you want to know who my and keep in mind only watched a couple fights yeah you want to know who my favorite fighter is right now who ty dillashaw that's that's that's, that's a good choice. yeah that's, see that's a good choice. kyle didn't like that kyle doesn't like dillashaw i like dillashaw i like dillashaw he's cocky as hell and he backs it up <laughs> i'm surprised you don't like cody garbrandt i liked cody garbrandt right. <laughs> but dillashaw is pretty great pretty great uh yeah so uh, ufc got a bright future looking ahead of it even though it's kind of plummeting in ratings and money and everything but that's okay they got connor coming back and they got john jones in other sports-related news... Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Space jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Space Jam 2. <laughs> Come on and slam! Yeah. You know, I'm really excited to think twice about my idea of doing sweatpants. And, I mean, that's what my suit is. Space Jam. Space Jam. Time to get up. It's time to slam now. I'll just have Jameson throw a, throw throw a little loop in there. Just a little. Do it in the middle of the it. songs. Just like everybody get up. It's time oh, to wow. slam now. That'd be pretty cool. Space Jam Two has been announced. Uh, I'm forgetting his name now. Let me look it up while I say this. The producer. The producer of Black like, Panther. You should know this. Oh, no, Ryan he's producing Coogler? the movie. He was the, the director of Black Panther. Yeah, Ryan You're Coogler. Right. Coogler. Yes, Coogler from the, Black Panther. Who, I can't remember who it is, but he's this other guy who directed a movie or a series on Showtime. Yep. Is, great, is director. great directing and producing cast. I'm really excited for this. And LeBron James is, a, is an executive producer also, and he's also the star of Space Jam to the long-rumored uh, sequel to the classic Michael Jordan Looney Tunes movie. I can't wait. I I'm so excited. I don't even care if this movie's bad. This could be Honestly, this movie could be much like the Ghostbusters remake, which was a flop. Which was a very big flop. That movie was horrible. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Not it, the original, obviously. I, it won't be remake. a flop. It'll sell. But it it, it has the potential like obviously any remake and any sequel nowadays any sequel has is, the it has the chance they, to be bad. Yeah, they always have this connotation like it's going to be absolutely horrible. But I don't care <laughs> because it's going to be LeBron James. It's going to be Space Jam. 
we're probably going to get a remix of Everybody Get oh, Up. Probably. I just can't wait. I'm going to watch it I'm hoping five get, times. I'm hoping in, we get an MJ cameo. We we better get names. So there's two things that need to happen in this movie. We need an MJ cameo. And if Kevin Durant doesn't join the monsters, I will demand a refund. <laughs> no, no, you know, you know, he needs makes, to join the monsters. No, you know, it'll be a good plot line. You know, be, <laughs> what? you know how LeBron's part of that whole banana boat crew: Carmelo, yeah. Dwayne Wade, Chris yeah. Paul. The monsters take the banana boat crew's powers. That would be pretty good. And he's basically got to go up against his best friend skill set, and they Ooh. know, and they know LeBron like the back of their hand. I wouldn't everything. be surprised if they, if those were the guys that they stole. Bro, it's gonna be the banana boat. Dwayne I, Wade. I need to see the banana boat crew in this movie. Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, and Carmelo. And Carmelo. You got two more. No, that was no, that was just those four. I no, I'm saying as far as stealing, you got to Steph gotta, Curry. I was gonna say you kind of have to have Steph Curry. Steph Curry movie. and Steph Curry. Ooh. I really want Kyrie. Ooh. Kristaps. <laughs> they did Lonzo in one of the monsters. Kristaps Przingis. I could see Kristaps, actually. Kristaps Przingis. They have to have a big guy. Yeah, I could see that. Yo, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. I, would say, I was going to say Embiid. I know you would hate it, but I would, he... I would. You know, I would enjoy it for the sake of the movie. I would, I would let bygones I think it bygones. would be... Either anyway... This movie's going to be great This movie's going to be fantastic. I'm going to watch it like six times in theaters. Every LeBron hater who also loves... Space Jam now just is now has the biggest decision of their life, and I think production is starting as early as next year. Are you serious? Do it? Does it have a release date or it's probably twenty twenty release year? Probably twenty twenty though. Probably production's going to begin next year. So I'm so excited. Let me see. I have the page up. Maybe if it would load. Come on, here we go. Uh, production announced. Yeah, I don't see a date or anything on it. That's fine. I can't wait. So I, it's time to bring back a segment because I need to bring this up. Do it. Today's winner is a UW-Dub, University of Whitewater, Wisconsin, because recently the greatest punter of all time, Pat McAfee, has been posting on social media and he just happened to not not on purpose but he he was posting a video like because i think it was because someone used a drop kick like a football drop kick yeah. in the nfl so he was showing his own video of when he was practicing his drop yeah, kick he had the punting competition in whitewater right and that's what it was and mcafee was here mcafee was here uh marquette king was here and some other names are escaping my mind hold on Maybe. Uh, I can't find it. I screenshotted it, actually. Um, but, yeah, he was here for a punting competition. Marquette King. Thomas Morsed was the other one I was thinking of. And he posted the video of him doing that dropkick, and it's on the UWW Warhawks field. Now, people in Whitewater are, were going crazy in his comments. So he he posted a picture today. I don't know if you saw this. I saw it. He posted a picture today of himself, and I don't know what bar it is, and I'm kind of upset. He said the pub. He says, he says this pub. Oh, which I would he capitalized pub. So I I, and I think that's the only place. The only other pub place that has a punching machine is Cheap Shots, which at the time then was Hawk's Nest, which I'm pretty sure they had a punching machine there, because that's that's a different punching machine. Either way, I don't think they have one at the Boar. 
I don't think it's too. No, tiny he doesn't. To have one no, they don't. Uh, so Pat posted a picture of himself. I'm thinking it was Hawks Nest, which is now Cheap Shots or the, or the pub. Honestly, yeah, I think I think it was the pub. But I I do too because he he did capitalize. He posted a picture of himself next to this punching machine, and uh, this is he said this is strictly for the University of Whitewater kids in my dropkick video comments yesterday. We used to have a great time in Whitewater uh, every summer. This pub. He says this pub was also the final or always the final stop. He capitalized pub uh, of the night. Don't think I ever walked out of a bar without the record on one of these things back in the day. So many awkward situations would follow me obliterating these bags from one side of the country to the other. I think I'd break my wrist every single time. That's how I knew. (laughs) Although I have some heavy hands here attached to my forearms. I was soft as a bag of milk. Uh, This... Honestly, I'm not even. You were. I'm sure you just <laughs> screamed like a 12 year old girl. Who when just I saw, saw the comment that he used to hang out in Whitewater and go to these bars, I freaked the. F- I bet. I bet you did. I think I actually cried. I'm <laughs> I sure think I shed did. a tear. I would have been out of excitement. Disappointed if you didn't. Like holy crap! The comment on the picture because someone asked him if he had ever gone out in Whitewater. Um, he said he mentioned all the punters and he said that they all used to go out and hit the town in all capitals and with four, five T's and three Y's pretty hard <laughs> every summer there. And he literally said there's a punching bag game in a bar somewhere. I probably still have the record for. <laughs> oh, I love this so much. And also I love it because it's also kind of a shot to anyone during the Packers preseason, who called Whitewater when when whenever Jake Kumaro was brought up, who called Whitewater a nowhere school? So y'all can go yourselves. <laughs> Pat McAfee was here. <laughs> Are you done? Are you done living vicariously through this man? No, <laughs> I don't think there's. The, I don't even think I live vicariously through Ronaldo or LeBron as much as Bro, you live as, think, as as you live through McAfee. I don't think people realize how much I love Pat McAfee. Oh, I think they do. He's so entertaining. If you haven't, okay. After you're done listening to our podcast, if you are a sports fan and you have not listened to the Pat McAfee Show podcast 2.0, now that he left Barstool, if you have not listened to that show. You are missing out because it is incredibly funny. Such quick wits. The dude is an incredible talker. He's an incredible interview interviewer. Like, and he does he does interviews with former players, WWE wrestlers, everything. It's awesome. Executives, people from NFL Network. It's incredible. Go go listen to the show. I love Pat McAfee. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. Connor, go ahead and take us out. I will, because I have to go use the bathroom. First round KO. Find us on on the podcast app on Apple, Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. And once you find us, give us a subscribe or a like, and uh, leave a review if, you, if you're as so kind to do so. On Twitter, hit us up at FRKL Podcast. Hit up Kyle at Olsen2K18. And myself at... Connor Moore underscore seven. In addition to a Twitter page dedicated to all things future NL MVP Christian Yelich at Here We Go Yelich. Links in the description. In the next episode, let's see if I survive my 23rd birthday. I probably <laughs> will. I don't have much of a choice. 
Um, but it'll be fun, and we will talk to you guys su- on Sunday night, and you'll hear from us Monday morning. The next time we shock the system, since day one is. Kind of tired, we're the Michelin at the finish line. Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis stag, stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance. We are. You see me as a challenge to manage it into